Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance this is your weekly look into all things real estate now your host for the real estate connection Stephen Thayard <laughs> I played the wrong thing <laughs> welcome to the show everybody let me shed some light on the subject whoa there we go I rolled in here and uh, forgot to turn the lights on Hey, um, thank you everybody for joining me today on another episode of the Real Estate Connection uh, brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. Hey, I was having a great day today. I was out um, helping a client uh, clean out their house. Um, she's uh, living on the East Coast and um, uh, for various reasons, I'm helping with um, taking some things out and donating them to... Uh, the Salvation Army so that um, uh, we can just uh, get it ready for for sale and I met a really cool dude um, they're working there um, he's a war combat veteran um, working at the Salvation Army uh, we had a great conversation and I just want to salute you for your service to the United States of America and uh, putting your life on the line for freedom in our country but without any further ado, we're going to jump into what we're supposed to be talking about today, and that is the real estate market is funky. That's right. The market is funky. All right. You're probably saying, well, yeah, there's all kinds of things going on in the real estate market. Yes, the market is funky, but it's not all bad news. That's the important part. The market is funky, but is not all bad news and we're going to cover what that news is for both buyers and sellers based on an article written on, on august 30 about two days ago welcome to september um uh, talking about the 2022 uh summer season we're talking about july june and july of this year and what they found in the market now, the market is funky for a couple of reasons, okay? Um, first of all, there's a recession going on, um, and uh, interest rates have gone up, and um, uh, 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 the price of everything has gone through the roof, and people are dealing with this thought. Well, we're in a recession. Housing prices have been going up, up, up. Money's tight. Um, things cost a lot more. So, um, I, and the, the interest rates have gone up. So I'm going to pull back because my housing affordability has gone way through the roof, which means I can't afford as much as I used to. And so the buyers are looking at the sellers going, Hey, you know what? This is kind of a bubble. This thing's going to break and you guys are going to drop your prices and we're going to wait and see how far these prices come down before we jump into the market. However, on the other side, the sellers are going, Hey, for the last 10 years, man, um, we have been pumping all kinds of cash into real estate. 
And we're not just talking about 20% down, especially in California, where people were putting down um, 30, 40, 50, 70, 100% down. Last year, I mean, this year alone, a house that um, Good Patriot Realty sold in Gilroy, California, went, went for $1,250,000 all cash, okay? All cash. So if you are a seller and you're sitting in your house and you're trying to sell because you want to move somewhere and people aren't buying your house and you're getting phone calls saying you need to push the price down or people aren't accepting your price and the buyers aren't responding, are you going to drop your price a hundred grand so somebody else can buy it for cheaper when you've got a million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars into the house yourself and you're going to walk away from a hundred thousand dollars in cash? No, the answer is no, you're not going to do it. You're just going to hold out and you're going to wait. And if you don't really have to move, what are you going to do? You're going to take that house off the market. So when you have one force that's shoving real hard this way and another force shoving the other hard, hard the exact opposite direction, kind of like when you see a really good football game where you have a great offensive line and a great defensive line and both sides are trying to run the football and they can only get one or two yards at a time. That's because you've got really strong lines of defense and offense pushing hard on each other and they're going nowhere. It's called a stalemate. And that's what we're dealing with right now in today's real estate market, which a lot of people have never seen before. The market is funky. And why is that? Because after our last bubble, they put a lot of rules in place that made it difficult to get a loan because they didn't want to see another bubble break, right? What do you do? You, you put in walls and reinforce the system so you don't create another bubble. How did you do that? You made sure that people had income that they said they had. They had jobs for long periods of time. Their credit was high. Uh, their uh, debts were low and they were putting money down. And most people were getting 30 year fixed rates. And for a long time, these rates have been really low. We're talking historic lows below 3%. Totally unheard of, right? Now we're up around the 6% mark, which to be honest with you, in the historical realm of mortgage interest rates is still low. If we go back to the late 70s, early 80s, we were talking about double digit um, in mortgage rates, 11, 12, 13%. We're still half of that. And we were talking about major recessions back then. We're in a recession, but it's not the same as our parents' recessions, where it was massive inflation with massive high mortgage interest rates and high ga gas prices and loss of jobs. There's still a bunch of jobs out there. So I'm going to get to the point. So what is the good news? The good news is sellers are still receiving pretty good money for their homes because they are not dropping their pricing and there still is low inventory out there. So this article that was written by um, Realtor.com that came out August 30th, 2022, written by George Ratiu, um, he says that um, in regards to sellers, um, that the real estate market continues to favor sellers this summer. The majority of recent sellers are still satisfied with the outcome of their home sale. And what is the number one reason that a seller is satisfied with the outcome of their home sale? Anybody? Bueller, 
Bueller, Bueller, I'll tell you why. Because they're still getting the money they're looking for, right? That's what makes any seller happy in any market. Whether you're selling a car, a diamond ring, um, whether you're selling your boat, your house, stocks, bonds. Sellers are happy when they're getting the money that they absolutely are looking for. Now, has it changed a little bit for you buyers? Absolutely it has. Have there been certain price reductions that have happened over the last few months that have led to a rebalancing or a cooling of the market? Sure, there have been, but it has been, has it been a crash? Has it been a bubble popping that people have been talking about? Like the real estate market's going to implode and we're going to see a market crash like we did back in 2005 and 2006. No, it's not happening. Are sellers reducing their prices a little bit here and there? Yes. Um, if you were overpriced by a hundred grand because you were anticipating the market going up, then you dropped your price a hundred grand to fair market value and then it sold, but you were still getting fair market value. If you're coming down below fair market value, you're coming down in very small increments because still inventory is low. Builders have not caught up with the shortage of inventory for housing in the United States of America yet because they stopped building during the last bubble pop. Remember when the bubble broke before, just right before, if you were still around, you're still in that age of buying houses, you were not a millennial, right? You were buying houses. What did builders do? Builders would build out the entire development first. Then they'd sell the houses. They'd sell them and they would sell like hotcakes. But when the bubble burst in the middle of all that, you had whole developments of houses that were sitting empty and couldn't sell them. They're holding construction loans that are piling up on interest. And who had the cash flow to maintain that? Not very many people. So what did they do? They, they let the projects go. Some of them got dilapidated and had to be torn down depending on how long they sat. Others were picked up for a song, cheap, and then resold, but they lost their shirts. And one thing business people do is they learn from their mistakes. So what happens now in building? They build, they get a project, they get approved for the project, they buy the land, but then they go out and they build some model homes. And then buyers come in, they look at the model homes, and then they say, I am going to buy this house that's not built yet. And once the contracts are inked, deposits are in, and you have commitments on paper, then the builders go out and build out what you call the first phase. So we're still dealing with that right now. And with the slowdown in the market, builders have slowed down production. That's all over the news as well. So is there going to be this um, fixing of the shortage of the market? Not necessarily, which means we're still dealing with shortages of available supply of homes, um, especially out here in California, which means you have forces pressing on each other again. I have buyers, maybe not as many, but they still want homes. And you have sellers with not a lot of supply <clears throat> and they're pushing on each other and opposing forces, which is causing the market to not drop. Okay, so is there gonna be a bubble? No, but have things improved for buyers? Absolutely. This article goes on to say that with a slowing market, buyers have returned to the negotiation table. There was no negotiation table for the last seven to 10 years. 
if you could get your offer accepted as a buyer, you were buying it as is, no inspection contingency, no appraisal contingency, no loan contingency, and you were not asking for any repairs at all. That was absolutely not happening, okay? Now we're seeing contingencies come back. And I'm not just talking about loans, inspection, um, appraisal, but we're also seeing contingent offers. At the last real estate broker meeting that I was at, one of the sales agents stood up and said, I have multiple offers on this house that just went into contract, but they're all contingent, meaning every single offer that was written had a buyer that had a house that needed to be sold in order to close the deal. This time last year, that was not happening. That's a major monumental shift in the marketplace as it relates to buyers and their ability to negotiate in the marketplace. Now, buyers, that's good news for you, right? That means if you have a contingent offer, you need to sell your house in order to buy a house. In the old days, you had to get that house sold. You had to move out. You had to move in with your parents or friends and then uh, have cash in hand and come in non-contingent, meaning you didn't have a house to sell because it was already sold and you have cash in your back pocket or you were cashing out stocks, right? Now you can do that and you can go in and say, hey, I'm going to put a contingency in this offer for the appraisal. It has to appraise. And if it doesn't appraise for the asking price or what you wrote the offer for, then you're able to renegotiate to the price that it appraised at. That was not going on in the past either. You have loan contingencies, inspection contingencies, and with inspection contingencies, according to this article, we're now seeing repairs. This was totally unheard of last year. People were not getting repairs done. They weren't even considering even asking for repairs. So even though buyers pricing has not dropped and there's no bubble that is broken that you were looking for, you absolutely now have the ability to negotiate. Get the repairs you want done. Make sure that it appraises. Make sure that your loan gets through the system and um, nothing has a hiccup and you have the ability to back out. There's been a definite rebalancing of the market. But is it funky? Absolutely it's funky because the world and the news is trying to tell you that there's a major catastrophe happening. But the evidence based on what Realtor.com is saying in their article is that sellers are still relatively happy. They're happy with the money they're getting, which means they're still getting good money for their housing. They're still getting the house into contract relatively quickly. I know you're not supposed to use two adverbs back to back, but they're still getting their homes into contract with some velocity, let's say, which means it's not sitting on the market for 60 days, right? Um, and they're happy about that. The process isn't dragging out. So that's a positive on the seller's side. Um, and then on the buyer's side, 
There's less competition because the cost to borrow money has gone up, which means the more you borrow, the higher your mortgage is going to be, which has kicked some buyers out of the market, which means there's less competition, which means you have more choice than you did before because homes were sitting a little are sitting a little bit longer. Um, and then you can go in and negotiate and ask what for things that make you feel more comfortable, like um, the old days before you close escrow on a home repairs, throw the contingencies in. And if you have to sell a house to buy a house, you can still write an offer and tie up the house that you fall in love with while you still are in the process of selling your own home. And that's fantastic news. This is a balancing and a leveling out of where we were in the pandemic when houses were flying off the shelf. And if you walked in and you weren't ready to write an offer by tomorrow afternoon, you were missing out on the house that you liked. And you were walking in and just taking a deep, hard swallow and swallowing everything that, that was coming with that house um, and and throwing out your contingencies for loans and appraisals. You just the prize itself was the home. The prize is still the home, but the process has become more palatable for buyers and sellers are still happy because they're still getting their pricing. So if you have any questions about your particular fact pattern, um, whether or not you're looking to buy or sell and you want more advice on how to handle your particular situation as it relates to either of those, give Stephen Thayard with Good Patriot Realty a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And I'd be happy to talk about your, um, your goals and your dreams and what you want to get done with your real estate, whether it's buying your first home, whether it's moving up into that bigger property because your family is expanded or whether it's downsizing or maybe moving out of state because you're retiring and you're looking to see your dollars stretch further than they do in California, which is a fact. Everything is expensive here. Um, give me a call. I'd love to help you. I would like to answer any questions you have about the market or what, or how, how to go about getting your goals accomplished. 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And California DRE number 01700019. Good Patriot Realty. GoodPatriotRealty.com. You can find me on the internet. Um, GoodPatriotRealty.com. Type it into any search engine and you will locate myself. All right. If you're new to the podcast and you don't want to miss another episode, uh, send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's I-N-F-O at realestateconnectionradio.com and I'll add you to my podcast distribution list. Thank you to all the people that signed up for my podcast at a, at a recent charity event that I had the, uh, the pleasure of sponsoring. Um, and um, I appreciate um, your support and I look forward to communicating with you through this medium as um, the business continues to move forward as it's being blessed by God. And uh, with that, speaking of God, I want to leave this with you as we close out the show. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9. Talking about Jesus, y'all. Talking about Jesus. All right. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week on another episode of The Real Estate Connection. And you can find me on Apple Podcasts. I'm trying to light this thing up. There it is. Podcast. There it is. Apple Podcasts. We're going to put the sunrise in there. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks for staying with me. And uh, don't forget to hit that like or subscribe button 
um, and make comments and all that good stuff. All right, take care, y'all. We'll see you later. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Fayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.